I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. All right, folks, welcome back to another great episode of Renovation Made Right. My name is Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. And today we have a wonderful guest to talk to you about landscaping. We're really excited to have him on. His name is Steve DeSico. Hi, Steve. Hi, good morning, David and, Bre- and Brenda. Good morning, Steve. Welcome. Uh, Steve um, owns a company called DeSico Landscape, and it's based in Middleton, Mass., and he is a design-build uh, landscape contractor. So we're very excited to have him on for a guest to talk about all the things that happen outside your home. Right, and we uh, we actually got to know Steve because he uh, put in a, a new irrigation system in a lawn for us, and we were really happy with the outcome. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though our company, we don't actually get involved with hardscape or landscape per se, we usually let our, our homeowners deal with that. We do realize that there's a lot to understand and a lot to learn. Just like, as, as our listeners know, we've been we've been spending many shows talking about how to make sure that listeners uh, make right the good decisions when it comes to finding service provider, providers and, and when thinking about um, doing a renovation project. We thought we would do the same thing on the landscape side because we also know, and, and Steve, I'm sure you can probably attest to this, but... Um, with the with the pandemic, uh, you know, people have been looking for outdoor spaces, right? There's a. I'm assuming your businesses uh, ha- ha- saw a big in- increase in demand this year. Is that fair to say? That is fair. That's the. the there's been an increase, and in people are are uh, looking to to increase usable living space outdoors. Really trying to turn turn some of the outdoor space into usable space that they spend a lot of time. So uh, that's always been a it's always been a desire but i think the pandemic has just kind of increased the increased that well you, when you don't have options to have people in your home we've spent many an hour around our fire pit yeah, I've, we, I've smelled very smoky yeah, this we, fall we've never we've <laughs> yeah. never had spent so much time around our fire pit outside as uh, as we have uh, this year so yeah so i would have assumed just like in our business that the pandemic has given your business kind of a big lift right it has yeah, yeah that's great so so um tell us Steve, i guess let's let's start at the beginning um when we talk about consumers thinking about getting a project underway, uh, you know, and then you think about what kind of projects do it do? Does it make sense to engage? So you're a design-build company, and and we, we are as well. But there are some projects where we feel like, okay, it's totally in our wheelhouse, and we can work with you from start to finish. There's some projects where a client might be better served by an architect, or maybe in your case, a landscape architect. Maybe not. What, how does a client? How does somebody? sort of begin the process and begin finding qualified people that they can then trust on the landscape side? They, well, that's a good question. When, when do you bring in someone else, let's say, as far as a design, uh, for the design aspect? And it, it really, it's, if, if you're looking to have the entire property, let's say a master plan, 
it might be a good, good idea to engage a, a landscape architect. Yep. A, a lot of our projects that we're working on is, is uh, let's say, putting, working on one segment, almost like an addition or a small renovation of one section of a house. In your case, we're working on just a patio, or they're, they're not looking to to design the entire property at one time. So that that in that case it's good to have just a um, design build firm like us. And so, so a master plan uh, allows people to sort of bite off chunks of it over time. They might, maybe you're going to create a five year landscape plan, but if you have the master plan, you can figure out how you're going to, how, how you as the contractor can help them afford that over time. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Great. And what the other important part of that is to what should happen first, uh, you know, just kind of staging it out and, and keeping in mind what's going to the uh, the overall plan as you're doing each section. Right, so you're not because, rip, uh, ripping well, stuff out as you go along. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that, we have the, uh, after. Yeah, we have the exact same thing in the remodeling world. It's like you know what you don't want to put uh, you know good money after bad if you if you get in a situation where. Um, you know, phase two requires some rework of electrical or plumbing. In your case, obviously, you know, you, you don't want to, uh, to to put in an irrigation system that you then later have to modify because of phase two or phase three, right? You want to think that all the way through, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. And so when you're thinking about working with, uh, when a homeowner is thinking about um, working with a, a, a landscape company, first of all, let's back up for a second. I guess... Um, and I know in the remodeling world, and I'm pretty sure in your world as well, there are companies that really run the range in terms of what they do. There's companies that are really geared toward maintenance, right? We, we've got one guy that cuts our grass for us, and he does not do any landscape. That's just not in his wheelhouse. He chooses not to do that. He's kind of a one-track business. But I think there's a lot of companies that cross over, and they do landscape work, and they do maintenance work, right? And so, But at the same time, I think to myself, okay, it's difficult to be um, masterful at all things. So how does it, how do you see that side of the business? How do you see, what should people be looking for when they're, um, when they're talking to landscape contractors in terms of the ones that make, you know, and, and what kind of aspects to companies make, they should make them feel comfortable or make them feel concerned? You well, br- bringing up the, uh, the, the wide range of services <laughs> within the, within, within the landscape industry, this, a very wide range of skill uh, services and skill sets that go along with those. So you do, I feel you have to be careful about the, um, let's say companies that are jack of all trades or jack of all services there. It is difficult to, to master everything. There some, some companies, some companies are able to do that. As far as the, if you with if they have great resources and they've really divide, divided the company up into divisions, I find that contractors that kind of gear towards maintenance will really do best if they stay in the maintenance realm and they don't get into the design build and the design build firms just stick stick to that and they're they're. Um, their skill sets are are designed for what we do every day. Right, right. We don't we don't do any lawn mowing or cleanups. We really stay like you mentioned the the person that mows your lawn is just doesn't 
doesn't get involved with patios or walkways or you know a lot of brickwork we do, we don't get involved in the other side as well just because we we just it's a it's a completely different skill set it's it's almost like running a completely different company if you were to try to do that right, right. and it's funny you say that because i know i know you know like you say they sort of the jack of all trade kind of thing i you'll you'll see landscape trucks or trailers and they have on the side of it like every service under the sky that you can think of um from including things like uh, large tree removal, right? And that, you know, that's a, to me, that that's an example of something that can be really specialized. You really, you really got to know just what the heck you're doing before right. you start taking, and you got to have the right equipment, equipment, right? And it's dangerous. Yeah. Well, e- each of these things requires specialized equipment as well. So that, that, that's the thing is for skill set with the, the um, employees doing it, but also the equipment that's required. Mm-hmm. Our our work that we have requires specialized equipment that that wouldn't it's not usable to do landscape maintenance or right any other things especially large tree work and i i also i like to know when it is to bring in some someone else like we work with tree companies we we work with uh, some companies that would transplant plant large tree material mm-hmm. like if we're looking at a large tree and, and we don't we don't want to cut it down let's say we want to move it move it to another spot on the property i'll know my limitations when i when it's kind of out of my realm there's there's companies that would specialize just in that or anytime i can look at a tree very quickly and if we're going to remove it I know if it's within within my wheelhouse or without, and we have to bring in a tree company. Yeah, and I know I know like there are uh, I, I've seen companies that have really specialized equipment that you know massive uh, uh, machines that will actually kind of scoop on all the way around a tree and and pull out the, you know a root ball with it. But that's like you know that, that's a very specialized machine, and not everyone very few companies are going to own one of those things, right? To be right. able to you know to to pick to pick up a, a tree at the root ball and and pick it up and move it, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yep. So let's get back to um, the question because we've gotten off topic because now we're talking about trucks, which is always very exciting for men. <laughs> they get they get deep into it, and then and then you don't want to let go of that topic. But I'm going to circle back to the question that we had. It's like if you were looking for a design build company, if you want, if you had a specific project that you wanted to do, what kinds of things, Steve, do you think um, homeowners should be looking for in the people they hire? Like what skill sets and and uh, just are there accreditations that they should be looking for? What kinds of experience? That sort of thing. educational backgrounds, yeah. certifications, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. There is there is a uh, voluntary Massachusetts certification that is, is helpful uh, that they would have. It just it it certifies that you know uh, and you've you've kept you've kept up with the changing practices of how to install. Um, hardscaping or indoor plant material and that the you you have you you're knowledgeable with the identification of plant material as well so that's called massachusetts certified landscape professional Mm -hmm. okay that's a nice certification to look for uh most i can't i i'm not familiar with you know you you know about your competition i i know all my competition i'm not familiar with all of their education background let's say so right. the, i would say i i'd say that you you it would be helpful to look for some type of formal background in either b- business school or 
because a lot of this is running a business after years of after years of knowing how to do your trade it comes down to um, ethical business practices uh, communication uh, how you run your staff right. um, things like that are very important so a business background or in my case I have a, a landscape construction background it's actually from a from golf course construction so that would be that would be helpful mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but it really, when you get down to the do it, and I think this is for remodeling contractors too, you want to have this feeling of trust with the with the contractor. So if you're talking to a few contractors or you're you're getting ready to engage, there's there's a um, if you can find referrals from other from friends or family that they've had a good experience or bad experience, so you know you know who to stay away from. Uh, as you're going through the process, um, the communication skills or the communication, um, let's say, uh, uh, how fast you could communicate back and forth is important just to, to engage with the contractor. Like responsiveness. Yeah. Yeah. And, Responsive. And I, th I think that's, that's, a, a, I think that's a big deal. I think that's one of the ways, uh, you know, so obviously, um, when we when you have somebody out like you on a, on the property and you can identify every single plant and I you know my wife and I have no idea what each plant is right yeah, you we can, don't. it's you green can, yeah you can, or it's dead right so that's and, how I can tell the difference yeah. you know and you can do it immediately well so that starts to build some confidence and we, but then at the same time you know that ability to build confidence on site if it's if it's backed up if it's not backed up with you know let's say a timely proposal that's actually readable you know by a by a layman right that's a, that's important as well right so so if i'm expecting a quote from somebody to turn it back around and it and i have to call them 3 weeks later to say hey you're going to send that out to me well mm -hmm. that's 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 telling me something about that landscaper that's not going to telling me like okay maybe they're not that organized are they going to show up on time are they going to do what they said they're going to do all those kinds of things yeah Right. Yeah. So, um, so th through the pr through the process of getting that proposal, really could you, you'll get a feel for you, you know how how they are how they how they operate. Uh, and I would I would be cautious of the jack of all trades. I think just you you, you want to pinpoint what you're looking to do and really find someone that specializes in doing that, mm -hmm. doing what you're looking for. Well, yeah, and here's a problem I think your business has, which on some level our business has too, right? We talked about the specialists or whatever, like, you know, in, in our world, you're going to, you're going to, in the right situation, you're going to hire a tree guy, right? In, in almost every situation, we're going to hire a licensed electrician. We're not going to ask our carpenters to monkey around with dangerous stuff like, like electrical work, right? And it's, and it's a licensed trade. But um, but one of the challenges is like when it comes to things like painting in our world, um, a lot of homeowners think, well, gosh, it's just painting. I mean, anybody can paint, right? And so I can, I'm, I'm sure that a percentage of people think about, well, it's just landscaping. I can, I can certainly plant, you know, put plants around my property. It's, that's not that big of a deal, right? But there's a lot more to it than that. There's a lot more to it. <laughs> like, like even choosing plants that are appropriate for the environment and appropriate for the the the, the setting for the you know the, the amount of sunlight or the you know the amount of water it's going to get or all that kind of you know you could spend a bunch of money and time and energy doing it yourself and and actually coming out with a terrible outcome because you didn't know what you were doing. Yeah, it's like trial by error. I've actually done a lot of gardening, you know, small small c small, small g gardening, but. Um, yeah, it's you, you just see what's living next year, and you go, "Well, that didn't work." Right, <laughs> but if we hire a professional like you, right, the the odds are pretty good. You're not going to be putting in. You know, the other thing is to you know, a healthy plant from an unhealthy plant, 
which we don't, you know, maybe you're going to see some leading indicators at the nursery of like, yeah, I don't want that one. I don't want that one. I'll take that one. Right. Yes. Sourcing the material. Yep. A a lot of time when it comes to plant material, there's a lot of time should go into the, the planning of the plant list and the sourcing of the material. And rarely does it come all from one location. Even there's, usually you'll you'll have to source things from at least two to three nurseries if it's a you know, fairly even a medium-sized planting job just some nurseries won't have the material other other ones you know <laughs> some will and some won't so you kind of have to go go different places to get it sure sure how do you uh how do you help clients get over the concept because we talk about the jack of all trades and usually what we find in our world and i'm sure in your world is that it's often the jack of all trades that's the lowest cost guy, or the, not to be sexist, the lowest cost contractor. How do you how do you help your customers get get beyond that and help them understand where the value is in, in working with somebody who's going to actually give them a good outcome? Like, wh- what kind of things should homeowners be looking at beyond okay the number beyond the, yeah beyond the number the um, and yeah. Yeah, beyond the price exactly? What kind of things? Yeah, probably. A big one is check the uh, maybe check up on some of the jobs they've completed in the past. So if if you're talking to a few contractors and you go, you actually you can see pictures, which is is great. But you might even go to a, one or two local projects that they've done and walk through it and maybe talk to the other clients. Uh, that, right. that, uh, that's I've actually, given that's actually an advantage that that uh, that your industry has for consumers over our industry is like you can't necessarily walk up to somebody's house and say let me in to see your kitchen but you can you can drive up and just take a look at their, their, yeah, you can drive their landscaping say, yeah, right exactly nice, you, you can i mean yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's in, in, in the backyard maybe it's a yeah. little bit strange yeah, but right. i've <laughs> i've given tours you know i've gone to pool projects let's say and, and i'll give a, a potential client a tour of the mm-hmm. other of a past client's project and you know, with, with with permission, and that's they, they'll see the difference if you if you can get up that close and personal and look at look at the actual work, you could probably see see the difference. Uh, it's not always possible to overcome that because you know some clients may they may not they may not get it or they in some cases they're just um don't feel it's worth spending the extra money let's say if they if they had the option to have it less um a lot of the a lot of the stuff we talked earlier could go to that too that if the lower cost uh guys may may not be so responsive may not have the answers to uh, a lot of their questions if you're if you're asking for a big part of the process in the beginning is talking about material and if you're if you're showing how knowledgeable you are about all the different materials and how, how things work and how it all how things all come together you usually the clients can get a feel for who who knows and who doesn't well, well and, you and, hope so and so here's a question for you that ties into that I think um, as you're talking about sort of the materials and the plant life and in general, contractors uh, you know uh, it's it's not I, I suppose it's probably not rocket science to uh, in the first year go ahead and do a planting and walk away and it, it looking good in the first year but one of the things that probably separates a good contractor from a bad contractor might be that longevity and that the selections that were made 
and the way in which they were planted carries through that year after year after year, that same project looks good and adds value to the home. So what, what should a homeowner expect from a contractor as it relates to, let's say, warranty in terms of, you know, uh, of plant li- plants surviving or of, you know, what they, what they should be able to expect, you know, uh, to st- for a contractor to stand behind their work? What's a, what's a norm in your industry? Plant warranty is all over the place. I, I've seen contractors that, that offer 90-day plant warranty. I think the norm is a one-year, for plant material, would be a one-year plant warranty. Well, you have to water it, makes, it, too, right? Like, you have to tell your homeowners, yeah, you can't just ignore this thing. You actually have to water it a lot during the first year. Yes, yep. Yeah. Water and there's other care that's needed. So right. they are living, they are living things. So they they need to be cared for properly, and it's mm-hmm. and it's tough to warranty that, uh, you know, if you're not sure sure how it's being taken care of. Right. But typically, it's for plants. It's a one year. For hardscape projects, uh, masonry, it's we we offer a five year warranty. I'm not sure. I'm not sure on the other contractors, but I'd say it's somewhere between two and five years. Okay. I think a lot of guys offer two. Yeah, I think in our next episode, I want to ask you questions about hardscape, and I want to talk a little bit about pools as well. So um, so I think if uh, what we'd like to do is try to probably bring this one to a, to a wrap, and we will, uh, we're going to have uh, Steve back for another episode uh, to, uh, to talk a little more about landscaping, and we're going to get into some hardscape conversations and pools and things like that. But um, but in general, my takeaway is it sounds very much like what Steve's recommending is look for the same things in our landscape contractor that we've talked to you about in looking for a remodeling contractor, mm-hmm. right? And you're looking for um, integrity, you're looking for intelligence, and you're looking for experience. And, Reliability, and, yeah. references. Yeah. And, and, right. and as always, we talk about what Steve Steve mentioned. You, you, Steve, you talked about the idea of sort of that, that intangible thing where, like, you know, uh, does the person make you feel confident? Right. Uh, do they know what they're Trust. talking about, right? Trust, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. a big piece of it. So, all right. So, Steve, um, what uh, what is the best way for any of our listeners to find you? It, it, I'm a, obviously, you have uh, you've got a website, and uh, it, maybe are you on social media also? Or what's the best way for our folks to look you up? Uh, really, just search Deseco Landscape on uh, and get to our website. They can also find us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah. Fantastic, and you, and spell spell your last name for us, Steve. D, I, C I C C O. Right, landscape, so, and uh, yeah, that's great. And and you also you're based in Middleton, but you serve sort of that whole you know reasonably good surrounding area outside of Middleton, right? We serve about a thirty mile radius from from Middleton. It's the North Shore and Merrimack Valley areas. Perfect. Perfect. All right, right, Steve, we want to thank you very much for being with us. Thank you for being our guest. This has been another wonderful uh, episode of Renovation Made Right. I am Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review. 